Welcome. This is David Barris, president of the American Association of Bank Directors. Our guest today is Jeff Marcico. Jeff is president and a founding shareholder of the Kafafian Group. He oversees and works in all lines of business and areas of expertise with a focus on strategy, profitability, and financial advisory. He has analyzed and facilitated hundreds of strategy development engagements for community financial institutions. He's the author of Squared Away, How Can Bankers Succeed as Economic First Responders? He also serves on the faculty of various state associations' executive development programs and is a frequent speaker and commentator at industry events. Jeff will address the frequent misalignment between executive incentive programs and compensation incentive programs among the rank and file. All right, let's call Jeff. Hey, David. How are you? Fine, Jeff. Welcome to Calling All Bank Directors. Thank you. It's my first time. I think you've proposed a, a topic that you're seeing as an issue in, in the number many banks that you work with, and that sure. is the alignment between uh, executive comp and incentive programs and with the, the rest of the um, employees in the institution. So the in other words, an alignment between executive comp and the compensation that's paid to the rank and file sure, uh, yeah, exactly. in the banks. So we, we're we very interested in the subject. And so perhaps we can start off with a, uh, you're describing a typical executive incentive program approved by uh, bank boards. Yeah, so I would say the typical incentive comp scheme that is in uh, many community financial institutions uh, relates to what I call top-of-the-house financial performance and usually relative financial performance compared to a peer group because, you know, in banking, we're so macroeconomically dependent, interest rate dependent, where's the economy, what's the GDP, uh, and uh, the link to banking is is, uh, so close. So a lot of the nominal performance or actual performance is a bit out of the control because of the macroeconomic factors. So a lot of financial institutions will use the relative factors. Where are we to peer in terms of return on average assets or return on average equity? Where are we to peers in net interest margin or efficiency ratio? Those are typically in many, if not most, incentive compensation schemes for executives. But where we see the challenge is in strategic alignment between those incentives and how the rank-and-file employees all the way down to the relationship level uh, are incented. So let me give you an example, David. You have a bank executive team that might be incented on ROE, either above peer median or in top quartile of the peer in return on equity. But if you get down to the lender, they're incented most typically on volume and credit quality, but also on volume. So think about how that actually works against the executive compensation scheme. If I'm a lender and I have a $20 million volume goal uh, to get some level of bonus, then what's the easiest way for me to do that? It's 
probably to get deals that are larger. Not, it has nothing to do with the pricing of the deals or the structure of the deals. If I had a $20 million goal, I would probably want to do five, four, four $5 million deals in golf. And how does that work with return on equity? Well, if I have a thinly priced deal or I go seven years on the term instead of five years on the term, that doesn't speak to the amount of equity the bank needs to put against that loan based on the risk of that loan. But if I wanted alignment, wouldn't I want to incent that lender on the continuous improvement in the risk-adjusted return on capital of his or her portfolio? That would have strategic alignment in terms of executive compensation and how we, how we incent the lenders. So to combat this unintended consequence, the bank might put three or four other factors in the lender incentive pool instead of just simply incenting the lender on improving the ROE of his or her portfolio. So we don't create that alignment throughout our organization. If we had that alignment, there would be a lot of operating discipline in our organization because I know that lender, how my incentive compensation is calculated, and it's 100% consistent with executive incentives. Take the branch manager as another example. For example, the bank wanted to be a top quartile net interest margin bank, but we incent the branch manager on deposit growth in their, in their branch. Again, working against the bank's strategic uh, and executive incentives. The best way to get deposit growth is to talk to that $250,000 CD customer that's going to pinch you for 10 or 15 extra basis points, right? That's how I get my deposit growth. It's not to go and win that operating account from Jane's Tire and Battery down the street because that may only be a forty dollars or $50,000 average balance uh, uh, account. So therefore, I wouldn't be serving to meet my deposit growth goals. But if I got that Jane's Tire and Battery, that would certainly be in alignment because I would get greater deposit spread out of that forty dollars or $50,000, both as a ratio and as a dollar amount. I would get greater deposit spread out of that forty dollars or $50,000 operating account and that $250,000 CD, and therefore that would move me in the same direction as that in, uh, incentive compensation of being in the top quartile net interest margin. So we see this type of misalignment all the time in financial institutions, and I think it's time that we have so much to do in our banks that we can't be rowing upstream. It's so far much easier to row downstream when we have this alignment all throughout our organization. Jeff, um, I think you may have touched on the answer, but um, uh, how would you align executive incentives with the rank and file incentives? And you, you spoke of the, uh, the loan officer. Uh, you mm -hmm. spoke of the uh, branch manager. And I think if I heard you correctly, that, you know, there are, different ways of doing that that are non-traditional in some cases. And these are issues that the board tends not to know much about uh, because it's normally uh, dealt with by the uh, CEO or 
other senior officers and not something that always is elevated to the board. Sure, but I believe that the best-run financial institutions don't require executive intervention as frequently as it takes when our incentives are misaligned. So it would give the executives more time to spend on strategy rather than day-to-day fires that are coming out. Just think about that loan committee when you're bringing the larger deal that's thinly priced, it's seven years uh, out, and and the lender says, well, this is what we need to do to get the deal done. Instead of wasting all that energy and trying to manage the unintended consequences of misaligned incentives, we could be focusing our time on strategy execution, which we hear so often that executives have their day jobs, uh, and their day jobs is somewhat muddied by these misalignments. So let me give you more to your question of just three centers that I think would create alignment. So if, if executive compensation is tied to the ROE of the bank, shouldn't the senior lender or the head of lending be accountable for the continuous profit improvement of the lending function and the continuous improvement in the return on equity of the commercial of the lending department uh, and then in order for people in that department to row in the same direction shouldn't the uh, lenders as I mentioned be responsible for the continuous improvement in the ROE of their portfolio and shouldn't the loan servicing people be responsible for their operating expense as a percent of the loans outstanding or the number of loans serviced per full-time equivalent employee, which would, of course, improve the efficiency of that support function, which is totally consistent with improving the cost per account that the lender is charged for the loans in his or her portfolio, which of course then would improve the overall profitability of the lending department and would serve to improve the return on equity of the bank. That's the type of alignment uh, that I'm talking about, but it's not common throughout our industry. Well, Jeff, um, that was excellent and very, very valuable to our board members. So we we thank you for your time and look forward to doing another program with you. I appreciate it, David, and I love the, uh, the organization you're running there. Educating directors is very important to the future of our industry.